0: (laughs) Uh Hello and welcome to Punta Vista episode 313, I am Ben and I am here in the movie Reverse Ratatouille, with me is Andrew who is being reverse Mm ratatouille'd. hi Andrew. Uh,
1: I guess it's almost time for me to start pulling this rat's hair, (laughs) I guess. (laughs) assume yep. that's what a reverse ratatouille is. I mean, I've been trying for a while. This is the uh, <laughs> sixth rat I have attempted to ride. I have killed <laughs> the other five rats instantly when I have hopped on board. I cannot find
0: a chef's hat big enough. So, in ratatouille, <laughs> there is a rat who has a passion for cooking, mm-hmm. which Anyone is unusual for a rat. So, in a reverse ratatouille, it would be... A rat who has a, no, a human that has a passion for finding bits of trash on the ground and eating it, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and a rat that's not naturally very good at it, and then that human yes. is secretly pulling on the, he- the hairs on the head of that rat. There's a lot of circumstances coming up
1: where the rat has to hurriedly say to the human, get out of my little rat apartment. My family's coming through the door, and then a family comes through the door and says, where'd you get all this delicious, stinky garbage from? Yeah. You're no good at it, usually. So, I guess I've really picked it up (laughs) lately, he says, pulling the kitchen, the beaded
0: curtain closed
1: (laughs) to obscure a gigantic sneaker.
0: Yeah. Does that sound right? Yeah, I think that's all. That's improv, baby. We've done it. That's a comedy podcast. Uh, Also with us as a character who somehow fits into the plot of whatever Reverse Ratatouille is, Mm -hmm. podcaster, lover of film, celebrated bon vivant, uh, certified (laughs) handsome boy, it's Alexei Taliopoulos. Wow,
2: hello, hello, and thank you for finally acknowledging me as one of the great bon vivants.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like of all the people I know, you suit that the most.
2: Thank you. I do have a certain lust for life, if you will.
0: (laughs) You do. Uh-huh. That's very true. A certain <laughs> joie de vivre. Joie
2: de vivre. A certain yeah. je ne sais quoi, if you will. Oui. You know, uh-huh. you don't yeah. meet many people that love life as much as I do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot of people with depression. So yeah, that's true. <laughs>
2: Yeah, don't count me amongst those. I'm one of the people that has a clean mental health and I really (laughs) love life.
0: We should celebrate those people more, I think. You know, these (laughs) days, everyone's always trying to be like, I have this, I have that. What about regular folks who have nothing? Exactly.
1: I have a good relationship with my parents. Oh, okay, well, maybe I don't fit in. Maybe I don't fit in. Yes, you know I love my mother. I'm a
2: mummy's boy. I'm an eat. I probably have some sort of eatable syndrome, if you will.
0: <laughs> We're so far three minutes into the podcast, and you've admitted that on tape. <laughs> yes. Fantastic! All right, wrap it up. We we got what we need. Let's go. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's what
0: <laughs> Shit, shit. They got this me is- to
2: admit to it that I love my mummy. <laughs>
0: Yep. This has been organised by your friends and family as oh, something mates. of a therapy session. Okay, they're airing started- on a
1: current affair this
0: week.
2: <laughs> they've just started coming into the room now. Again, <laughs> I know what's going on.
0: Well, thank you. It was lovely having you. Um, oh. We've we've asked you to join us uh, because you're well. This is kind of selfish on my part. Uh, this is a, <laughs> yes. a, adjacent business yep. to the podcast. Um, but I have a movie festival coming up that you're part of. You're coming uh, up to Brisbane for both.
2: I am coming up to Brisbane for both, and it is one of my greatest honors. I'm I'm genuinely so freaking excited because it's very rare to get to celebrate goo cinema. I've been celebrating yeah. cinema most of my mm. life, and not once have I been asked to talk about the gooiest movies ever. And finally, <laughs> I get to.
1: Often the movies you see are suspiciously dry. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, absolutely. Look at all these characters. Maybe someone gets a little sweat, but it's not moist enough for me. It's uh, not moist enough for me.
2: I love a soppy cinema. I love soppy cinema. So finally we get to do it.
0: Yeah, this is going to be a wet, wet fortnight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that is what we promise the customer. Uh, this is very exciting for us because last year, uh, which was the first year that we did Balls, um, you know, it had all of the the features of a film festival in that it was a, a program of movies played in a short amount of time. Yes. But we didn't big, really... Big tick from me. I go, that's a film festival. Yeah, we got the fundamentals <laughs> down, but we didn't mm-hmm. get to do the sort of the other stuff you do with a film festival. And this year we're like, oh, we should probably get like guests and stuff. And then all of us, the four of us who organized this thing, looking each other dead in the eyes, <laughs> all just said, Alexi, at yes. the same time. The original Mr. Movies, we had to uh, get him to come up.
2: I'm so excited to be a guest of the fest.
0: It's going to be, um, yeah, very silly. I think I'm very yeah. very
2: excited. And we're going to have Richard Brophy, the director of Body Melt, one of the gooeyest films ever made in this country. Not known for goo cinema. Australia's not known for goo cinema. No, it's we cool. have one more. Did I say I say his name wrong just then? Didn't I? Uh,
0: it's Philip Brophy. Yeah. I what did I say? Yeah. Richard, I think yeah. that's my
2: dad's name. I think
0: mm-hmm. I do have a problem Uh-oh. with my parents. There we go. All right, we should keep the tape rolling for a little bit. Oh god, no!
2: no. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start calling him Dad during the Q and A.
0: I'm still kind of mystified that you can just like, you can email people and be like, "Hey, you made a movie twenty or so years ago. Yeah. Do you want to come talk about it at like the stupidest film festival?" <laughs> That's ever existed with a name that's hard to say on purpose as a joke. <laughs> and they'll just be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that sounds nice. It's <laughs> yeah. fucking insane. The uh, from the creators of <laughs>
1: Bunta Vista.
2: Yeah,
0: that's right.
1: <laughs> the first um, filmmaker
2: I ever emailed when I was in film school and it was... Um, Early to express gratitude, I was like, thank you for making stuff that influenced me, that eventually led me to the path to going to film school. Was the guy that made the TV show (laughs) Plasmo?
0: Motherfucker, I've been trying to get an email back from him for two years. Oh, really?
3: He emailed me
0: back, but this was like 10 years ago or something. He emailed me back. I was um yeah I was just trying to get permission for a screening and I uh, could not get onto him. I tried through so many different fucking channels. The man's a digital ghost. Wow. He's nowhere.
2: I'll see if I if I can find my old reply, and I'll just be like, "Hey, just picking this up, mate. <laughs> picking the thread back up.
0: <laughs> yeah. Just uh, while I've got you while here. While I've got you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> He's been waiting for another reply from me for probably ten and a half years. Now, for for non-Australian listeners. <laughs> uh, Pla- Plasmo was a children's television show <laughs> about some space aliens, uh, one of which had a big pussy for a face. Yes, plasticine. Yeah, plasticine an- pussy-faced alien. Yes, an
2: extremely yonic character. One of the most yeah. yonic creatures ever mm. made.
0: <laughs> it's so like it's just like obviously he was like an experimental sort of stop-motion filmmaker who decided that the best avenue for that outlet was pitching a, a children's TV show to the ABC. But it's tinged with unbelievable sadness. Like, yeah, every it's episode, show. it's all about they're in this, like, wrecked, dying world. They're all, like, lost their families and shit. Everyone's just, yeah.
2: Very odd. Uh, and I'm watching it as a little boy laughing my ass off, <laughs> thinking this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs>
0: Watching them do all their slapstick antics while he's, like, telling a story about growing up in an isolation chamber and never feeling the touch of his family or whatever. It's a very strange show. But, of course, these days, kids aren't interested in depressing claymation experimental series. They're interested in stuff that's on TikTok. It's time for TikTok Watch. <laughs> this is professional broadcasting at its finest. <laughs> I want to apologize in advance for this story because I don't think it fits in our usual brief of uh, news, but I read this article and I just thought, hey, here's something we need to talk about. Finally, something important, he said.
1: that's right. (laughs) This comes to us from Parade Magazine. The O method is an NSFW way to manifest your dreams. Mm. I was hoping to manifest some stuff, but like in a hornier okay. way. <laughs> uh, vision vision boarding is not horny enough for me. Or well, the way I do it is too horny, either of them. <laughs> I, oh, I can't show you the vision board. It's, oh, yeah. it's disgusting. Manifestation is all the rage right now. Of yeah. course. Yeah, I've sure. always said that. But only yeah, right of- now. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of evidence for that claim. From TikTok trends like lucky girl syndrome to the whisper method, everyone wants to create a little luck for themselves. And one not suitable for work trend has left some people feeling hot and bothered. The O method is a sex magic with a K. <gasps> Sex magic, A sex, yeah. A sex magic manifestation no, no, no. ritual that taps These are into the, the dark power. Ones. Yeah, this
0: of, is the stuff that you won't dabble yeah. in at all, right? No, this no, is, no, flies in the face <laughs> of God. no,
2: no, no, no. Only uh, this is an evil form of magic that I know Anthony Kiedis <laughs> is very adapting, but mm. I dare not tread this path. <laughs>
0: This podcast uh, endorses the use of white magic, you know healing magic <laughs> yes. things of that nature. the natural magic of druids. Mm-hmm. sex magic. No it's a step too far. despicable stuff mate. yeah.
1: Uh, so it's a sex magic manifestation ritual that taps into the power of climaxing. yes. <gasps> You heard that right. I wasn't, I wasn't questioned. I didn't hear it. I read it in your magazine. <laughs>
0: yeah, I love what an article tells me that. That's-
1: yes, you heard it in your internal <laughs>
2: monologue as you're reading this. Probably in your own voice, by the way. <laughs> experts say. <laughs> experts? Whoa, okay. I thought
1: there were going to be sex experts involved in this
4: one. But no. it's regular
2: experts.
1: They got their best boffins on this. Experts say that you can harness the high vibrations of an orgasm to enchant your manifestations. Going straight to hell.
2: Oh, my God. So what? When you're about to, uh, how do you put it, bust the nut? You have to Mm -hmm. think about the thing that you
1: want most in this world and then it will happen. Oh, that's where you're wrong. That's where you're wrong. The O method helps you speak or scream what you want into existence. So don't don't think it, blast it out there into the universe.
0: Yeah, it has a a verbal component. If we're describing it as a Dungeons and Dragons spell, although I guess also a (laughs) somatic component because you have to masturbate. Yes.
2: Wow. But you are aligning.
0: If I think back to moments of
2: climax in my life, usually <laughs> yeah. in those moments, the my one true wish is to f- experience the climax. Yeah. So yeah. I think, I guess that this is real because a lot of the times I'm like, oh my gosh, this feels so
1: nice. And
0: that's it's what happening. I want. I'm, yeah.
1: I'm having an orgasm. <laughs>
0: oh, oh, it's true. He is. Gosh. I love the thought of thinking back over the moments of climax in your life. Like, yeah. imagine that you're an older gentleman sitting by the French Riviera and then just sort of letting your thoughts drift over yeah. your moments of climax you've in
2: your life. It's the guy in Cinema Paradiso watching all those clips of people kissing, but it's just him going, oh, my gosh, that's <laughs> awesome.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, I think uh, generally, though, when it comes to moments of climax, I'm not remembering anything because I'm generally thinking absolutely nothing at the time. You yeah. know? You're experiencing You're not really perfect going, mindfulness. What was, I trying to, what was I trying to achieve this week? I should be yelling about that right now.
2: You're feeling perfect presence. You're just like, I'm in this moment right now. Exactly. My exactly. one moment where I feel connected to the world and I'm not hampered by tiny screens all over me.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I mean... Honestly, how, how frequently is any of us moments away from busting a nut and saying to ourselves, now, what did I have on? What goals was I trying to achieve? There's something I should be I should be speaking into existence right now.
0: Yeah, you shouldn't give yourself a job to do no, <laughs> like, no, as part of this. You've already got something on. You don't be like, oh, fuck, I've got homework to do while I'm coming. <laughs> I,
1: yeah, and, and to be honest, I, th- I actually think it's going to interfere with the execution of the orgasm. <clears throat> if I have to like get a little piece of paper out and unfold it and go, Oh, here's what I <laughs> here's what yeah. I wrote down earlier to manifest. Yeah. Getting ready to scream it in five. That
2: better
0: dividends on my various investments. <laughs> uh! <laughs>
2: I think this is a it's, this is perhaps a technique for people that have singular goals in life where their mind is always on that goal oh. and achieving that goal so in mm. these moments of pure bliss that comes alongside an <laughs> orgasm their mind is completely clear their focus returns to that goal and they say scream with renewed effort oh yeah I'd love to own a house one day <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's uh, it's very funny to me to imagine someone that has like, I'm just not a particularly ambitious person. Mm. That like, I don't have any strong enough goals in my life that I feel like I need to be using magic to achieve them. Yeah, like everything that the nice things I want in life are like, if it happens, that's a freebie. I'm not, I'm not that dogged about achieving the the things that I want.
2: I think you owe it to Bunta Vista to scream number one on iTunes next time
0: <laughs> you bust and not in like a weird small country yeah. like Australia
2: specifically Australia
0: yeah
4: number one on the comedy podcast charts Australia <laughs> Apple <laughs> Apple podcast oh it's too late oh, no it dribbled out at the end no
1: yeah I think I think you're really you're really gonna see this is the problem you're really gonna want to like focus up. That goal beforehand because it can't be like a few sentences. Yeah, maybe yeah. you
0: can't be getting too specific. You, you know? need to do the thing from Inception where you get to the kernel of the idea in its rawest form.
1: <laughs> the guy who made plasmo responds to my email
0: <laughs> within the next fourteen to. Oh! I used the form on his website and everything. I just thought it would work. <laughs> now
1: this might sound too good to be true. But you know what they say, probably the aforementioned experts. Don't knock it until you try it. Very convincing argument. Mm. (laughs) It might sound made up, but give it a go. Yes. The O method is a manifestation technique that uses the law of attraction, sex magic, and orgasms to attract your desires. In sex magic, orgasms are said to be, just throw that one out there, Said to be one of the most powerful tools for manifesting your desires. The idea behind the O method is that you can tap into the creative power of the cosmos by timing your manifestations with a moment of pure pleasure. You can cast a number of spells using sex magic, but remember that consent
0: is required in all aspects of intimacy. I mean, that's obviously true, but also it seems weird to just randomly throw that part into that sentence.
1: Well, I kinda of feel like there's I feel like there's two possible implications there. I don't want to go down one of those roads, but nope. the other is the other is does the other person does the person you're fucking at the time, unless this is a self-generated orgasm, do they also need to consent to the happen. nature of the spell
0: mm. <laughs> that you are
1: casting? Wow, okay. Yes. Whoa, sir. whoa, I didn't consent to you being number one on the Australian
0: uh, podcast comedy charts. <laughs> On Apple Podcasts, or I didn't consent to being around magic or the practice of witchcraft, which I don't brook with. Yeah.
2: Mm. Especially to find out it's sex magic. In the moment, I would be livid. I would Mm. be livid to be known that I'm part of sex magic. (laughs) I might no longer
0: be able to get into heaven now because of what you've done. You really (laughs) (laughs) fucked things
1: up (laughs) for me. If you were doing earth magic while we were having sex, that'd be one thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But sex magic? Yeah. No, sir.
0: Exactly. Oh, you're communing with wild spirits the whole time? Okay, fine. Oh, I, you were practicing sex magic? <laughs> get the fuck out of my house.
2: I only agreed to suck you off, <laughs> Alistair Crowley. I did not <laughs> think you were going to bring me into your sick and twisted occultist games.
1: You can't use magic to force someone to fall in love with you, so stop trying. Yep. We suggest using the O method when you're having solo fun. Okay. okay. Or when you're having, or to try it with a trusted partner, like Alistair Crowley. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Notoriously trustworthy (laughs)
2: Alistair Crowley. So this is exclusively for sorcerers and their apprentices, I would say, that are in that kind of relationship.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Bit of like, you know, obviously a bit problematic. The power (laughs) dynamic isn't great (laughs) there. (laughs) Mickey. (laughs) Mickey, I need to talk to you in my chambers. (laughs) Ha ha. Uh, <laughs> if you've seen a viral video about the O method lately and I'm sure we all have yeah,
2: this you method thank- makes your dreams come true <laughs>
1: <laughs> next time you bust a nut <laughs> you can thank TikToker Sarah Pearl at Hot High Priestess thank you Sarah Pearl Wow. Pearl made a video in September 2022 sharing all the dirty details behind the method, explaining, quote, when you're having fun alone or with someone else, at the very peak, you will be vibrating at a very high level. True. Yeah, uh, my vibrations are off the chart at that point, <laughs> generally speaking. That's
2: usually the last thing I say, like, oh my gosh, I'm vibrating at such an <laughs> immense
1: level. I could not be vibrating at a higher level right now.
0: Oh, look. Look at my head right now. Look at how much I'm fucking vibrating. According to Pearl,
1: this is probably one of the experts that we were referring to before. According to Pearl, uh, and that's Pearl like the knitting, not like the uh, thing that comes out of a... A clam? An oyster, a clam.
0: Or like the programming language or scripting language. Yeah. Uh, so, according
1: to Pearl, the energy created when you orgasm is so powerful that it has the potential to open a portal in the universe to align your manifestation. Oh, my
0: gosh. Yeah, this has taken it to, like, a whole new sort of sci-fi concept level for yeah. me, where before I thought it was just, like, vibes-based, you know. The universe will help you out. The I universe have, loves us all. I have noticed spinning vortexes opening up during <laughs> my times of
2: climax. Yeah, you've so been sort of... Donnie
0: Darko, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Babe, do you see that bright blue
2: light shooting yeah. up into the sky, or is it just me? And they're like, no, I never see it when I'm with you, but <laughs> when I'm having my single alone fun time, yeah, maybe I see them.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I saw the portal, too. It was great. It was, <laughs> it was great for me when I saw the portal, yeah. Oh, wow, a portal is opening up. I promise
2: you right now in this moment, I see a portal.
0: That bit in Donnie Darko where Frank asks him if he's ever seen a portal, he's teasing him about whether he's ever had an orgasm. <laughs> you ever seen a portal? No, I don't think you have. <laughs>
1: you hate to hear your partner say, uh, can you use that portal to manifest an orgasm for me also? <laughs> I don't like the idea of, um, you know, opening a portal in the universe and maybe something you don't want to come through comes through. Yeah. You know? I feel like we're messing with dangerous... Sex magics. Well,
0: exactly. you know, it's there's really two ways it could go. It could be like a doom situation where you mm-hmm. open a portal to hell, which is not good, or yep. it could be a hellboy situation and you get a hellboy. Yeah. Okay.
2: Unfortunately, more likely these days it will be a couple of Spider-Mans coming out of it. Yeah, yeah that's a lot of that happening. <laughs> Unfortunately, there will be it will be a Spider-Man summoning situation.
1: <laughs> Fuck, it's 12 more Spider-Man. Dude. Oh gosh, no. <laughs> Oh boy! Oh I, uh, brother,
2: Toby Maguire is hanging out in my post-orgasm stench.
1: <laughs> I uh, I just saw a, a little article before with um, you know, the extremely hated CEO of Warner Brothers Discovery, David Zaslav. David Zaslav.
2: David, one Zaslav. of my heroes. He loves movies. <laughs> <laughs> that guy helps make movies, so I respect the heck out of him.
1: Um, but yes, I just saw a saw a thing of him saying um. Saying, "Hey, we've really been underusing the Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings properties." Oh my god, that's not right. what you want to hear. The, that's a guy about to merge universes. <laughs> yep, yep. Let's get some Spider-Man in there. <laughs> oh, I don't
2: need. I that.
0: love movie executive brains so oh. much.
1: And it's
2: you like, hear more about them more every day. You're like, "What?" I didn't even know this guy existed, and now I know. Like, he's evil. It's like, yep. what the hell's <laughs> going on?
1: He
0: should just be mining his
1: business, like I assume they did in the 80s. I think know? they
0: should just let directors come to them and say, hello, I would like to make a, an interesting film. And they go, wonderful. Here's $100 million. Mm-hmm. Good luck out there. Don't tell them what to make. Don't say no to some of their stuff.
2: Yeah. that's Well, well I think you have your wish.
1: I think we <laughs> <I> know. <laughs> when you
0: wish upon
2: us <laughs>
3: star.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think the I think we're we're establishing a method right now for those directors mm-hmm. to find success. That's right, <coughs> exactly. Uh, I want to so, hear Vincenzo and Natali
2: about to bust a nut and go. I'm finally <laughs> going to make my cyber movie.
0: Werner <laughs> 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 Herzog using sex magic is such a wonderful <laughs> <laughs> mental image. One more Mufi, please. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you
1: know. Ms. Pearl suggests using this trick to attract love, but many users shared in the comment they'd seen success using the O method to manifest money. Money. Uh success and
0: new opportunities.
4: Ooh, one opportunity, please! Wow.
0: Oh. <laughs> money, success, and new <laughs> opportunities is such a fun combo of things to me. Because they all sort of sound like they're describing the same thing a little mm. bit. They sound very business oriented to me.
1: Yeah, this this bums me out because it really it really makes me picture people fucking uh, people who post a lot on LinkedIn. Yeah. yeah. You know? There's That's a, where you um, go to get
2: laid. LinkedIn is one of the most sick hives on the internet for getting laid. <laughs> oh, but I like also like the idea of someone, like, you know, thinking going, instead of being so selfish about money, going like, they desperately want critical acclaim and like, I want
1: to be <laughs> lauded by my
2: peers. <laughs>
0: <piss>. mm. <laughs> I have got people to, need- to like my
1: stuff more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Having sex and not being able to stop thinking about uh, how you need to manifest, like, 2,000 likes and shares
0: <laughs>
1: among... Oh, I want <laughs> more market uh,
0: penetration and yeah. customer reach. Yeah. About to bust and saying,
1: oh, please let a C-level executive at Amazon share my <laughs> post.
0: <laughs> this, like, combination of woo-woo shit with, like, business hustle stuff is so upsetting. There's a... This, I think it's like a, I don't even know what they call themselves, like a spiritual guidance place or whatever near yeah. the bar that I work. And on their little sandwich board, a-frame thing out the front, one of their line items is like uh, exploring the divine feminine and financial success. Like that's a wow. one statement where you're like, those two things don't. What? What are you trying to do there? I don't know. It's such a weird mix of like, yes, we're all. Mother Nature, we're all on this earth. The feminine is divine, and also let's get that paper. Wow, wait, what kind of business is this? I don't know. I think they offer like weird financial advice, but also spiritual advice. I've had a hard Whoa. time trying to figure that's out that's a what winning it is. combo, right? Oh, there, yeah. isn't it? Crap.
1: Yeah, there's no way you can lose with those
0: two merged together. <laughs> that's right, the big two. <laughs>
1: I feel like every time there's a merging spiritual and financial interests, uh, it often results in like, and you should give me most of that money, perhaps? That'd really sort out your spiritual stuff. (laughs) We can both win here. So uh, the O-Method ritual harnesses your sacral energy, the chakra fueling your creativity, pleasure, and sexual gratification. You can use the (laughs) O-Method to manifest any of your dreams and desires. Uh, but it's best used to attract love or deepen existing relationships. See, that's nice. just told me that I can't use it to make someone fall in love with me. But then you're going to tell me I can manifest any of my desires and use it to attract love.
0: Well, I think I'll I, I'll defend them on this one. I think they're making the distinction between opening the universe to bring love towards you versus mm. picking one person and then using evil sex magic to trick them into falling in love with you. I'm but-
1: using my orgasm to open a portal and attract a Spider-Man directly to me and we may or may not fall in love. That's
0: right.
2: I okay. would also say, you know, uh, one of the terms used to describe Coitus itself is making love. So perhaps mm. that's all they mean is like you are, in, in fact, making love. It, regardless. G- generating love. Yeah, regardless. <laughs> maybe that's what the vibrations are. I'm starting to find a lot of beauty in this <laughs> article. <Yeah.
1: laughs> If you're looking for a way to supercharge your spells, like we all are, the O method might do the trick. The O method works best when you act as though you already have what you want. Okay, noted. Yep. Hey, I'm I'm number one on the Apple Comedy Australia <laughs> podcast we're, chart. We're
0: all number one on the yes. Australian iTunes Apple Comedy podcast charts.
1: Uh, So before you get freaky in the sheets, choose a clear intention you'd like to focus on and work to visualize it. If you're having trouble seeing anything in your mind's eye, try writing a manifestation letter to yourself and sleeping with it under your pillow.
2: A manifesto.
1: (laughs) (laughs) A few nights of dreaming about your desired outcome will help you focus during the big moment. Wow.
2: Wow. That's exciting because you know, a lot of people sleep with like a gun under their pillow as a dangerous item, mm. but I would say a manifesto is one of the most dangerous items to have hidden under your pillow. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's not a good sign. And when I say
2: a lot of people sleep with a gun <laughs> under their pillow, not anyone I know, I don't think.
0: Yeah, things are a little different down <laughs> in Sydney. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the O method is all about using pleasure to attract more pleasure. Nothing gives me more pleasure than when a C-level executive shares my post that's right if you want to make the most of your sex magic with a c manifestations okay a little inconsistent here yeah a well-staged scene can help get you in the mood start Mm. by lighting your favorite candles and putting on some steamy music what kind of wet music we putting on fellas
0: yeah what's um what springs to mind steamy music wise
1: steamy music probably you know like a luther vandross
2: or something i think he's Mm -hmm. known for setting moods of a certain aura you know
0: you know how it's like a it's a trope in movies that if someone's like trying to have sex they put on barry white Mm -hmm. do you think people are still doing that i hope i hope they are
2: I hate to admit something personal on a podcast, but when I was a young Mm -hmm. fella, new to the game of sex magic, if you will, um, (laughs) I did put on um, – God, this is so fucking embarrassing to say. I did put on a Marvin Gaye album, and it was too much. It was like, this is – I feel like a 40-year-old man.
0: I mean, it's, Marvin Gaye is amazing, but yeah, yeah, it's a little, yeah. It, you can see the artifice of what you're doing by choosing that, I think, a little too much. It has to be more casual.
2: He's like narrating Enya. it too much. He's saying, let's get it on. I'm
1: like, okay, I'm trying, brother.
2: I'm Just
0: give doing me a break.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm trying, mate. Step off. I'm taking <laughs> it slow. <laughs> the second verse in which Marvin Gaye says, you're supposed to have it on by now. <sighs> yeah. He's like,
2: okay, what's going on, mate? Nothing's,
1: what's happening? We don't know what's going on right now. Why is it taking so long to get it on? <laughs> I see, look. I I agree with this. However, I feel like we've really moved past that for wet music. A lot of um a lot of contemporary <laughs> a lot of contemporary rap is getting to a point where it makes me go, "Huh? <laughs> Excuse me? It's it's starting to make me react like an old guy." Um <laughs> I have some horrible news about why that might be. <laughs> Hear me out. Hear me out. We've got Let's Get It On, you know, Barry White. I want to wanna make love to you, you know. Yes. Pretty, boy, boys to men from back in my day, I'll make love to you like you want me to. Mm-hmm. I'll hold you tight all through the night, right? That's pretty steamy stuff. I heard a song the other day <laughs> called Slut Him Out uh, by Whoa. Baby Tate. Yeah. Uh, which, which opens, uh, I'm trying to slut this beep out, slut him out, gargle on his kids, then spit him in his mouth.
2: Oh my I lord. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I told him, slurp me up like spaghetti. He thought he was a freak till he met me. I'm show him what it's about. And, uh, and it gets... It gets pretty pretty wet from there, you know? Oh, my
2: God. That's already quite sloppy. That's, um, uh, my yeah. gosh. And you're telling me a baby wrote this song?
1: <laughs> Hot like a sauna, slipping out the condom. Like, Barry White wasn't saying that. That's all I'm saying. But I would love to have heard him say stuff like that. I would love to have heard it. Imagine Barry White just talking about uh, dripping, soaking wet, you know? Uh, so, look, I would say that's probably the steamier music you could get a hold of these days.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's necessary setting this. It's not setting the same sort of mood you're going for. I guess. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess I'm old as well. guess this guy likes dry stuff. Yeah. yeah. Nothing but panpipes in this household. <laughs>
1: Uh, and then also, of course, we're all meant to be relighting our favorite candles. So um, mm-hmm. top five candles, Alexi, go. Wow, okay. <laughs> I actually do have answers for this. I'm
2: that
3: oh, great
1: fella. Yes.
2: Yeah. There is okay. a, a brand of candles I love. They are a Greek-Australian brand called Thematikos, and they make okay. beautiful scents. The one that I'm currently burning... Is um it smells of Athens? It smells of Athens. Is what it's
1: called. It's called Athens. Now I have I have not been huh. to Athens, so I'm not familiar with the smell.
2: I've not been back to Athens for a long time since I was a little boy, and I tell you, when I burn this wick, I am remembering <laughs> my childhood on the streets of Athens. You're and transported. I'll, I'm transported back in my mind as if some sort of sick magic is being performed on me. Um, I'll, <laughs> It uses auras of olive oil, orange peel, thyme, jasmine, night white flower, musk, livani, and vanilla. And that, to me, is the exact personality of Athens. They also make one called cinema, which just smells like popcorn.
0: (laughs) That seems less high concept than the
1: first one. It sounds suspiciously like you have been doing a ritual where you've been opening a portal and transporting yourself Yeah, to yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I Candle do come
2: magic. back as a Spider-Man when I go through it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dressed as a Spider-Man. <laughs>
1: Coming back through the portal, (laughs) taking the Spider-Man outfit off, throwing it onto a pile of Spider-Man outfits in the corner. That's that's I'll run them down to the bin. (laughs) When it's bin night, I'll put some of the Spider-Man outfits in everybody's bin out on the street. I can't get them all into my bin. Yeah, Back in
2: the 80s and 90s. i got to stop lighting
4: this candle.
2: (laughs) Back in the 80s and 90s, you go through a portal, you come out the other side completely butt-ass Schwarzenegger naked. Now you go through the portal, you're putting a Spider-Man onesie on. (laughs) That's it. That's the difference between back in the day and now. And that is what I'm going to be doing on my next stand-up tour, talking about the portals back in the day and portals now and how different they are. It's mostly Spider-Man gear. Yeah. yeah. Back in my day, you go in a pool, you come out a sweaty naked mess, and you have to beat up a punk <laughs> to get your clothes back on. That's it. Now, kids coming through, yeah, they're dressed up as a freaking Avenger. Disgusting <laughs> stuff, mate.
1: Yeah, they're not, he... uh, they're not down on one knee with both fists on the ground. <laughs> they're just kind of flipping out of there. It's disrespectful.
0: <laughs> they're not honoring the portal. What if he had come out of the portal somewhere that wasn't anywhere near some cool guys? Yeah. That would have sucked. He was that dressed like a dweeb. It's a time, great maybe. sketch premise. That's a great sketch <laughs> premise. If
2: he has to beat up a nerd and he's just wearing big, thick, black rim glasses and yeah. kind of, I guess, a button-down shirt with short sleeves and a pencil protector for his pocket, <laughs> greasy hair, yuck, classic nerd, no thank you. Just doing the rest of the movie like that. Yeah, he's wearing like a Legend of
1: Zelda t-shirt beating up dudes.
0: Oh my yeah, god, he's, he, he he's appeared inside in a zing.
1: Appears in an EB Games <laughs> or a <laughs> zing, yeah. <laughs> oh no. That shirt is so tight on him. <laughs> the O method can be performed solo or with a partner, so as long as everyone is down to make some magic. Mm. To try there the O method, start by engaging in foreplay as usual.
4: <laughs> as usual. Do either
1: of you know what that is? I. <laughs> f- f- <laughs> <laughs> for for apply <laughs> <laughs> never seen that word before. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Homer in the in the childcare class <laughs> for play. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, the real magic happens during the moment of climax. So be mm. present in the moment and don't be afraid to enjoy yourself while things start heating up, fellas. Or either are either of you afraid of enjoying yourselves?
0: No. Uh, Yeah,
2: sometimes I have that fear, but usually I can push through it. (laughs) It's getting
1: scared, shaking. Oh,
2: Oh, God. I think I'm about to have a really good time. Gosh.
1: (laughs) Honey, why are you
2: flinching? Why do you keep flinching?
1: (laughs) Sorry. I was thinking about (laughs) having fun, so sorry. (laughs) Then, as you climax, hold in the feeling of your desires before releasing it all to the universe. We know what you're thinking again.
2: Oh, my God. This is one of the most smart articles. He knows mm. what I'm thinking. <laughs> like he knows I'm thinking about trying to reach out to the plasma guy one more time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, good news. They know what you're thinking. And yes, multiple orgasms in a row can be used for the same intention, oh, the plasma well. guy. Multiples. <laughs> this is a... Now we're dealing with dark magic multiples. Oh, no. no. <laughs> Uh, well, it is more powerful to do it that way, but don't put too much pressure on yourself to perform. It's about the quality of the cosmic connection above all else.
2: Well, that's what my partner's always said. So I'm glad it's being uh, put in this article.
1: <laughs> yes. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's about the quality of the, <laughs> <about> the quality <laughs> of the cosmic connection. <laughs> I swear, that's what it's about.
2: Not the <laughs> size of the
1: dream. It's
2: about the quality of
1: it. <laughs> it's not about how many Spider Men come through the portal. That just Once you've done the deed, there's not much left to do. Continue living your life as if all your manifestations will come true. The O method will allow your desires to unfold in the most ideal timing. That's very considerate. So until then, enjoy your life and keep seeking out pleasure
0: that's a wonderful Whoa. little like yeah that's a lovely thing to say to people i might incorporate that into my goodbyes to yeah
2: people. it's a great email signature
1: <laughs> keep out seeking out pleasure <laughs> ben i think uh i think every time you hand a drink over to someone at the bar from behind the bar mm-hmm. enjoy your life and keep seeking out
0: pleasure Yeah, and I'll see you in 10 minutes when you come back for another beer. Yeah, (laughs) I was going to say, over
1: the course of the evening, it gets progressively weirder, as you're saying it to the same customer for the fifth and sixth time.
2: They come back and, yeah, pleasure sought. Give me some more, brother.
1: Yep, yep. (laughs) You're manifesting right now, bro. You're manifesting (laughs) another beer. (laughs) Sex magic might sound like something ripped straight out of the pages of a romance novel.
4: Wow. Nope.
1: Not to me, personally. I don't know what I... I'm, I'm more thinking like pirates or...
0: <laughs> <laughs> the most romantic thing there is. Yeah. I'm thinking
1: of like a, a... When I think romance novel, I think a cover guy who looks like Fabio, obviously. Yeah, of course. Gorgeous Lady man. in a bodice. It's tearing you know. his shirt apart. Yep. Yeah. And and are either of them doing sex magic at that moment? Not in my mind's eye. Yeah. Uh, magic is all about Intention. It acts as a divine force, drawing you closer to your ideal reality and can help you open your heart to new experiences, like a seventh beer. If you're looking to add a little spice to your life, sex magic is a great way to harness the energy created during sex and use it to manifest your desires. It might sound like a lot of woo-woo nonsense. No, not to me. No, no, mm. no. Weird, uh, weird that they've kind of... Enclosed woo-woo in uh, in two tildes.
0: Yeah, as Whoa. if they're sort of putting a different intonation on yeah. it. They're yeah. like, don't
1: find me guilty. I'm not the one saying this. Someone yep. else is. Yeah. It might sound to you, but not to me, like a lot of woo-woo nonsense. But experts say <laughs> it's one of the most powerful rituals you can use to co-create
0: with the universe. That's such a Whoa. fucking phenomenal sentence, start to finish. Might sound like a lot of woo-woo nonsense. Experts say it's one of the most powerful rituals. Oh, great. Well, tremendous. I thought it sounded like woo-woo nonsense. I didn't realize that experts say that's how you co-create with the universe. With the universe. So that's amazing.
2: Yeah. Wow. The universe is my collaborator, by the way. That's awesome.
0: That's also quite beautiful. Put that on a bumper sticker. The universe (laughs) is my collaborator. Put that on your LinkedIn post. (laughs) Help you manifest,
5: you know? Are you tired of paying nothing for the same old superior quality free episodes of the Vista podcast? Do you want less politics and more content about diarrhoea or animals gone wild? Are you tired of skipping through those hours upon hours of paid product placement for Mark Wahlberg film Shooter? Well boy do I have the offer of a lifetime for you. That's right. For just five U.S. dollars a month, you too can be a premium VIP member of the Buntavista Patreon. That's right, just five U.S. dollars for all of our bonus episodes. That's over 300 hours of content from the hosts you know and definitely tolerate. I'll even throw in access to our glamorous and exclusive Discord server, where bizarre arguments only happen once or twice a week at most. Head to Patreon.com/Buntavista. Sign up in the next five minutes and I won't know because that's not my job, but you'll be enjoying the sweet satisfaction of supporting us and we will love you romantically for it. That's my promise to you.
1: Some people get their news from LinkedIn, it's true, and it's fucked up to do that. Uh, Some people also get their news from other fucked up places to get your news from called tabloids in the UK. It's time for tabloid phenomenon.
4: The out, and... Fist-headed man destroys church.
1: This comes to us from the Manchester Evening News.
0: Not even one of the lives, Ben. No, yeah, they, I think it's owned by the same group. They're all the really? same one website, basically.
2: Wow, so they, you can only log on in the evening. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's crazy. Just what's going on at night time? When the sun begins to set, this is when this paper goes live, babe.
1: (laughs) Uh, From the Manchester Evening News. Shoppers left stunned after supermarkets sell mince pies despite UK's heat wave. Crazy. That's fucking me up. Left reeling. Just absolutely falling over. Vomiting in the store. (laughs) 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 Riots. Shoppers have been left stunned after supermarkets started stocking mince pies and selection boxes, despite Britain basking in record temperatures. Some Tesco customers dubbed the chain's (laughs) festive decision, quote,
4: Ridiculous! (laughs) While
1: one Scrooge said it forces people to spend more money at Christmas. What? (laughs) How? Yeah, I'm not sure about the logic behind this one. (laughs)
3: They
2: got Any a ideas? different way of thinking over there. They got a completely different <laughs> brain set than I do. <laughs> I, um, no, it's not good, is it? <laughs> it's really different. It's really, really different. I don't know how else to describe it politely. It's really, really different. <laughs> but it's also, um, they do have a point. I think fruit mince pies are foul. They're disg- Oh, they're awful. Disgusting yeah. flavour on those things. And no I would even say. Horrendous texture. It's like yeah. you bite into the most crumbly biscuit, and then inside you got a, the most fuck. Like I, I, the fruit flavor on those things is—it's not a real fruit. It's like, no. um, hey, um,
4: are you after a treat?
1: Can I put a bunch of orange peel in that for you? <laughs> <laughs> you want something tasty? Would you like some <laughs> some citrus rind piled piled into your
0: little treat? I think I was always really uh, annoyed as a kid because they have the form factor of a party pie. Yep. Yep. So I was like, well, this would be oh, fucking fun delicious. Pie. Yeah. yeah. No. And then
2: you're like, oh, it's going to be, you know, that's sweet. So it's like, oh, it'll be like eating a tiny apple pie. What could be more pleasurable than that? Yeah. Yuck. <laughs> and then it's like, you got to eat this thing. You're like, oh, it's immediately, you have like a bitterness and a sourness to you. And yeah. it's, they're also far too sweet. So yeah. I'm on the side of the evening sun, but I think we should go further. I think we should completely ban them at all times.
0: Yeah, don't have them at all. No, no point in way.
2: I mean, yeah. Especially it's around Christmas time, a time to celebrate your family, <laughs> Jesus, and all the all the things that are important in this world. And then what do you do? You eat the shittest little is it even a dessert. What do you call it? Is this dessert? Is a snack?
0: I guess it's a snack. It's an item of confection, certainly. Ugh. Yeah, not a fan. Well, I I started Googling Mince Pie UK.
3: Mm.
1: And it auto <laughs> filled start. with Mince Pie UK law. Whoa. And I went, uh oh. Okay. Wait, so go. so just for your information, it was briefly illegal to eat a mince pie and other Christmas treats uh, in the sixteen fifties. To eat them, not even to sell them, like to eat them was illegal. Uh, Oliver Cromwell banned mince pies and other Christmas treats in the 1650s in order to tackle gluttony. The ban didn't survive for long, and the act of eating mince pies is now just a myth. Uh. Uh, I feel like people do still eat them, I guess. I don't yeah. Know if that part's a myth. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I'd argue are they people? That's, I think that's <laughs> foul.
0: Monsters. <laughs> yeah. Strangers to me.
1: <laughs> aliens. <laughs> Pictures from the supermarket Savile Street store in Sheffield show shelves full of Christmas puddings, mince pies, and panettone. Panettone? How are we doing that one? I don't know. I say (laughs)
2: panettone. Panettone. Phew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually would love that year round, panettones. Yeah. Yeah. It's what that's actually what I love about Christmas most is I can <laughs> I can eat a panettone, no problem for breakfast. I toast I put a little bit of butter on it, and I'm like, my God. It Had truly ever, is the festive season.
1: <laughs> have you ever done the panettone French toast? Um, yes. Guilty. Caught me. <laughs> I've done it. <laughs> that's good shit. That's good, good shit. The aisles are also stocked with Cadbury's Selection Boxes, Lint Chocolate Santas, and boxes of celebrations and quality streets. And also in Manchester City Centre with Tesco on Deansgate stocking the Christmas treat. I think that Villainous. having,
0: like, specifying specific stores seems kind of odd. Like, they're chain supermarkets, they're, they're on, like, a similar sort of stock system. It'll probably be happening at all of them if it's mm. happening at one of them. I don't
1: think it's so much about a misunderstanding of the stock system as it is a uh, subtle call for vigilante justice.
0: Oh, Mm. they're posting Uh, addresses. The Tesco on (laughs) Deansgate. Yeah. Yeah. There is only two staff members at the store between the hours of 11pm and 2am. Do with that what you will. The Tesco across the street from Royal Chicken
1: down by the park. There's a get, guy coming um, in and he's like, are you secretly
2: stocking Santas on the counters? <laughs> what you got? You got little Santas <laughs> out here. This is like their call to arms, like freaking <laughs> like Pizzagate. This is like UK's yeah. version of Pizzagate. They're going to be getting angry fellas in there with <laughs> shotguns trying to get them to, to get rid of Santas and Panettones.
0: You got a basement full of Santas. Let me down there. Firing off a couple of rounds from an ancient rifle. We're barely
2: into September, mate, and you're putting this shit on <laughs> us freaking shelves.
1: A bunch of uh, a bunch of Manchestian candidates, you know, <laughs> activating, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> activating when they hear Tesco Cadbury's selection box. Honey, where are you going? He's just picking up the biggest kitchen knife he can find. The blank face storming out of the apartment. <laughs> It comes just a day after the hottest day of the year was recorded on Thursday when temperatures of 32.6 degrees Celsius were recorded in Wisley, Surrey. Another record loomed today as the heat wave continued, marking six consecutive September days above 30 degrees, beating five set in 1911.
0: So now they've just pivoted from a very silly story about people getting worked up about supermarkets to depressing news about how climate change is affecting the planet.
2: We might not make it to Christmas. Why don't we celebrate it now?
0: Yeah, eat those Santas because who (laughs) knows if we'll ever get a chance to do it again.
4: Oh, me chuckies are melting.
0: (laughs) Met Office
1: forecasters are even suggesting seven days in a row above 30 degrees for some areas ending on Sunday. One shopper in Sheffield called Amanda said she feels like shops putting up their Christmas stock is, quote,
4: Making people worry more about the cost of living. She said. It's "Mm. ridiculous. It's getting earlier each Mm. year and you're forced to feel the financial pressure already. We still have Halloween and Bonfire Night to think about.
2: Oh, wow. so
0: true. What's
2: Bonfire Night? Is that like Wicker Man? Do they still do that kind of stuff there?
0: Yeah. I think it's to make sure the harvest is good. (laughs) What do you have to
1: buy for Bonfire Night? Don't know. You got to like buy some furniture to break up and throw in the bonfire, I guess. Oh, I, I, the... I burned all my old shit last year in bonfire <laughs> night.
0: Is that the guy Forks one? I think it's the guy Forks one. I think they are burning Whoa. a Wicker Man.
2: Vifa Vendetta.
0: Unbelievable!
2: Oh my for... god, they got to shave their heads for bonfire night. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, no, it is. They do have a big, a big effigy man, don't they? <sighs> my goodness, I, I gotta say. I hope nobody ever burns a big effigy of me. That's yeah. when you know something's gone a little wrong.
0: Yep. That's when podcasting goes too far.
2: Mm. I think you found your wish, mate. Lock it, load <laughs> it. Like hold it yeah.
0: in.
1: <laughs> Every time I bust a nut and nobody yeah. has burned an effigy of me that week, I can be like, it works. The you system works. You know it works. Now that is some
2: deck magic.
1: These guys love making a big bonfire. That's good old-fashioned fun. I'm looking at pictures of, like, fucking huge crowds. (laughs) Unsettlingly big crowds.
2: This Uh, is crazy. This is how we all found out about a new holiday they have in England. It's, like, from an article about shelves being stocked with too much Christmas crap in September.
0: And I still don't fully understand how it factors in. Like, what do you have to think about Bonfire Night, that it's occupying mental space you can't... Give to Christmas. Do you have to buy an effigy? Do you have to buy Guy Fawkes Night gifts? Maybe that's it.
2: Like, what? Maybe there's like other things that they have to have on shelves that's like, this is Guy Fawkes Night stuff. We've got little lints with like a little anonymous faces on them and stuff.
0: (laughs) Yeah, mask budget doesn't allow for it. I also am not quite. Oh,
1: uh, threading the needle here, right between this stuff being put on the shelves now—Christmas puddings, mince pies, and such—and being forced to spend more money at Christmas. Like, just don't buy them now, or uh, or are you meant to be buying them now and storing them away because they'll be more expensive at Christmas. I don't. I'm not really getting the logic of like this is forcing us to spend more money. They or, know that if we see mince pies, we just fucking buy them. Yeah, None that's kind of what I'm thinking,
0: Is that they think that just the, the more they see them, there's a there's a small chance that they will purchase them. So the longer they're on the shelves, the more mm. they're going to buy. They oh, know I it's should, a compulsion. Pick some up.
2: I have just gone down a little rabbit hole in these last moments. Yeah. Because I was very curious if there was like, you know, treats that should be on sale during bonfire night. And I have found an answer. Uh, There is a a treat called Bonfire Toffee, also known as Treacle Toffee, Plot Toffee, or Tom Trot. is a hard, (laughs) brittle toffee associated with Halloween and Guy Fawkes Night, also known as Bonfire Night in the United Kingdom. The toffee tastes very strongly of black treacle, a.k.a. molasses, and cheap versions can be quite bitter. In Scotland, the treat is known as clagum and with, with less sweet, the sweet versions known as clack. In Wales, it is known as loss and do or taffy triog. The flavor Come is on. similar to that of butterscotch, although it is a toffee and never a viscous liquid.
0: <laughs> what? I We spend so much time on this podcast shitting on Americans for being weird that it feels really <laughs> nice to find, like, another example of the English just being absolute freaks. <laughs> what are you talking about? You're <laughs> You're setting a bunch of fires, then you're giving weird toffee to your kids. <laughs> That's not a holiday. That's not anything. Mm. More clack. More clack, anyone? More clack? <laughs> clack? <laughs> Go on, then. Have some more clack.
2: Mm, I love clagum. Thanks, mother. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this clack is brilliant.
4: Thank you. Quote. The kids have still got back to school and they've already put them out. It's making people worry more because of the cost of living crisis. It feels like it's a way of getting us to spend more of Christmas. To
0: spend more of Christmas. Yep.
1: Hey, okay. you're making me spend some of my Christmas now in September. Yeah. I was saving that for yeah. Christmas. That lady does have a point. <laughs> One frustrated Well no wrong voice. One frustrated <laughs> shopper posted on social media.
4: Did someone say Christmas? Dear Tesco they did not. Grrrr!
1: Another said
4: <laughs> Christmas can piss off back to the middle of winter where it belongs. <laughs>
3: fucking Christmas to piss off is so funny. (laughs) That's
2: (laughs) so funny.
4: Piss off Christmas fuck off Halloween.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Back to winter. (laughs) I banish thee to winter.
1: (laughs) You don't want to be sick of Christmas by the time you do see it. You know, fucking here's Christmas again. Yeah. Forced to deal with you all September long. (laughs) However, some people have praised the supermarket's decision as it means they can avoid the, quote, last-minute rush on Christmas Eve. (laughs) Ashley (laughs) Chester of Leeds said,
4: Christmas can't come early enough for me. I'd have me tree up this weekend if me girlfriend had
0: let me.
2: That's awesome. I love (laughs) this guy. This
1: is one of the great guys. A classic (laughs) Christmas psycho.
0: He's got a little man cave set up, put his Christmas trees in. (laughs) He's we always got currently...
1: a nativity
2: scene set up underneath his PS5. It's like, yeah, that's
1: <laughs> awesome, man. This dude's about to bust and he says,
4: Tina oh, <laughs> lets me have the trees up for four months of the year.
0: September Christmas tree.
1: <laughs> One person posted on Facebook,
4: I'm happy to buy early. Buy it or don't. Everything else you need is still there, so just walk on past if it's too
0: early for you. That's the most level-headed English person that has ever existed.
1: (laughs) Yeah, immediately, like, blocked from the Manchester Live (laughs) Facebook page.
2: (laughs) This would be, like, a perfect, like, you know, Black Mirror episode where it's like, yeah, the government is making Christmas mandatory all year round, so
0: you have to be happy all the time. Yeah, they're watching you. If you're not smiling, when you look at the Santas... You're out of there. If you're not wishing someone a very Merry Christmas,
2: you're going to fucking be put in the clink, mate. And there'll be no clack for you in the
0: clink. (laughs) You could call the episode, have yourself a very Merry Christmas or else.
1: (laughs) Another clackless
0: Christmas.
1: (laughs) It's very sad. It's very sad. Another said,
4: That's the idea. Start buying bits now rather than last minute rush on the 24th December.
1: I feel like there's a middle ground. There's a middle
0: between those. It's the between
1: same as be- September and, like, two hours before Christmas officially starts. Yeah. Uh, may- maybe that
0: is what we need, a uh, government-mandated <laughs> official start to Christmas. I think that technically might have been an episode of the podcast. Punta <laughs> Vista. Uh Lexi, thank you so much for joining us.
2: My pleasure. It was so much fun. It was great to find out about British people and sick and twisted dark arts known as
0: magic orgasms. Those are the two things that we talk about the most. So it's yep. kind of perfect. Um you have a podcast. Well, I for all I know, dozens of podcasts, but special <laughs> features yeah. uh, that you're doing with
2: our friend of the show, Cam James. Cam James and I are back in the realm of podcasting. We're talking about popular culture, the past, the present, the future, of pop culture on special features. But mainly we're just mucking around. It's a mucking around podcast.
0: Unlike this one, it's strictly business.
2: <laughs> yeah. So we've got two episodes <laughs> a week at the moment. Um, and uh, yeah, it's been it's so fun. I love I love podcasting. It's one of my favorite hobbies. That's also one of my career paths.
0: <laughs> it's so good that you can combine the two without it ruining it for you.
2: That's lovely. And of course we got Bolf.
0: Yeah. So Bolf starts on the 22nd of September. Uh Lexi you're up here for the second weekend of Bolf mm-hmm. I believe. I think Aye. we've got you for uh we've got you for Body Melt as we said before and for Reanimator yes. on Saturday the 30th I
2: want to say I believe it is Saturday the 30th of September and it'll be a wonderful double feature of two of the classic goo movies Reanimator and of course Body Melt, two great films great great films
0: Uh, you can get tickets to Bolf stuff at Bolf.com come hang out in the foyer and then inside the movie while the movie is inside the cinema while the movie is playing that'd be the best place to be I
2: I will speak to you. If you approach me, I will speak to you.
0: (laughs) That is part of the thing we stipulated in your contract. You must be convivial. You must be gregarious. You must swan around.
2: (laughs) If approached, you must interact. I'm like, okay, I'll do it. I'll interact.
0: (laughs) Uh, Well, that's it from us. Um, We'll see you perhaps in the bonus episodes if we're lucky. If not, we will see you next week or at Porth, whichever happens first. Bye. Bye bye. Bye.